My first note is I don't know why Kennedy is so annoying. Oh, you got past what I wrote, which was that Sunnydale has the cleanest bus station in the oh, world. Yeah, it's so clean. <laughs> but yeah, why does Kennedy? I also wrote why does Kennedy get to bed? Yeah. It makes no sense. One, it is a big bed mm-hmm. and there are a bunch of girls. Mm-hmm. So sleepover rules could apply mm-hmm. where more than one person is in the bed. Mm-hmm. Or it could just be Willow's bed because she's a grown up and these are all children. Yeah. I mean, I... I, I uh, I realized, so so I had a little journey. I was like, probably because our wound with Tara is so fresh. Because I was trying to figure out why. Like why she wouldn't share? Why she's so annoying to me. Oh, why Kennedy is so annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I think that she's annoying because it's clear the show wants us to like her. Yeah, that she's like. That she's supposed to be this, this potential who has the most potential. Yeah. We're supposed to see something in her. And the show is selling that really hard. And that's annoying because it's not really there. Yeah. It's almost like a Riley thing. Yeah. Even though, you know, I have some room in my heart for Rye Guy. Yeah. I mean, yes, you do. <laughs> well, she's also like, so, and and this is why I brought this up because I also was like, oh, she's entitled because she's rich. Which that is, okay, that's the, mo- so far. That is the most interesting thing that we know about her. Mm-hmm. But we don't know anything else. We know she's attracted to Willow sexually. Mm-hmm. We know that she's a potential. We know she sees the value in like being a slayer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's rich. She's entitled. Mm-hmm. And that's why she has the bed. But she, then, then she should act it. Yeah. Then she should be written that way instead of it being a throwaway line. Why does she know how to use a crossbow since she was eight? That makes no fucking sense. Yeah, it's like, is that, that something rich people learn? No, it's not. If If it was like, a fencing sword or something yeah. and she's like oh I'm like a fencing champ you're like okay great mm-hmm. that makes sense but you're trying to tell me that on her estate that she grew up on mm-hmm. they taught you how to use a crossbow and that's the thing even a regular like a longbow would make more sense than a crossbow because yes. of archery sure like if it and then there's also this thing that the show goes sideways and back and forth when do potentials meet their watcher some of them have met them. Some of them have never even heard of are a they, watcher. Because I felt like when when Kennedy was like, I've been doing this since eight. Are you saying your watcher's been doing this with you since you were eight? I know. Or, or was your, this like your extracurricular? Like, we your don't extracurricular know. was crossbows? Yeah. I mean, do people do that? Is that even? No, I don't think so. I don't think crossbows, because I feel like archery, sure. Archery, sure. And but, I could see like a little girl. Is there one where you ride a horse and shoot arrows? I'm is sure. Is that in the It's like Olympics? another. Sure. Oh, I might just I might just be thinking of the biathlon, which is, I think, I think the biathlon is like Sorry. shooting and then horses or something. Oh, it's it's horses and then you shoot you shoot a gun. Yes, you get off you get off the you horse off the and horse then and you, you shoot. shoot with a gun. Right. So if you were if you wanted to tell me, little Rich Kennedy was great at biathlon, like she was one of the top biathloners. Mm-hmm. I buy it. Mm-hmm. Why is she good at crossbow when she's eight? I know. I don't know. It's interesting that she's super rich. What does that mean? There's yeah. like, that opens a door to. Yeah, but we don't get anything. And and that's true too. What, what you mentioned earlier, it's that like, there isn't this full committal to, she's rich. Because that would be, you'd be she's such barely, a person. Yeah, she barely seems, she seems too grounded then. Yes. For someone who grew up with her own wing of the house. Yep. For her to, and for her to like, there's also, okay, how does she feel then staying in this very modest house? Mm-hmm. Is this the first time she's seen someone sleep on the floor? 
Because mm-hmm. probably even when she had slumber parties, people weren't sleeping on the floor. Yeah. Like, what is what is this for her? And we don't... Yeah. And not that we have to spend a lot of time on her experience, but if we're going to get to know her and she's the one we see the most of, like, I think we just need more from her. Mm-hmm. And not to see Willow lying on the floor, like... I don't get it. Willow and Dawn should be sharing a bed before Willow is on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Like, and having her be kind of like this, like vixenish person. That's like, there's plenty of room on the bed. Like it just, but she doesn't even sell. Like, I feel like she has also had a personality change from the last episode to this episode. Mm -hmm. Cause last episode when she was like, we could share, she was for sure hitting on Willow. Mm -hmm. And in this episode, when she's like, there's plenty of room on the bed. Yeah. She sounds like she's like she doesn't sound it doesn't sound flirty at all. It's like it's very confusing. It's confusing. And maybe the actress was confused, maybe the writers were confused. Yeah. But there's something interesting to a very privileged slayer. Yeah. But we don't get to see that show. Nope. And so we get a couple of new potentials in the mix. Yeah, we get Felicia Day. Mhm. We get who arguably, I mean, I see why we see Felicia Day in more Joss Whedon stuff. Like, she yeah. is the most interesting. Given her material. Her yeah. material, material is not very good. No. But she's, like, very cute and funny and uh, charming. And so I'm like, oh, this is yeah. a fun person I want to see yes. more of. Um, we get Blonde Eve. Blonde Eve. And then we get Rhoda. Yeah. Who Wait, is she Rhoda or Rhonda? I think it's Rhonda. Who... Oh, what was she? I meant to look it up. She's deaf. Oh, she was the the Lily, Lizzie McGuire's friend, right? Oh, isn't really? she? I didn't watch Lizzie McGuire. Oh, girl, you missed out on some action. Mm-hmm. I think she's Lizzie McGuire's best friend. Let me double check that to make sure I'm not insane. Because mm-hmm. I might be insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, the girl who like wears the baby tees and the chokers and stuff. Mm. Right? No, not. I'm saying in this show. Is that who you mean when you say Rhonda? No. The one who maybe is Latina? Okay, no, I'm not thinking of her. Oh. Um, they don't say she's Latina, but like maybe she does say one thing. and No, but the, she's written like that. Yeah. Um, maybe it's not her. No, the girl that at the very beginning. Uh, oh, yeah, I like her. Is her name Rhonda? I think or she Rhoda? is Rhonda. Um, Miranda Sanchez is the person, is Lizzie McGuire. Let me see if she was also on Buffy. Ooh. It didn't autocomplete, so that's not a good sign. Uh, Rona. Okay. And her she plays Chloe, the person I'm talking about. Um oh, okay. Who, but yeah, she was always um, she is of Filipino, Chinese, and Spanish descent, the actress. Oh, okay. But yeah, so she is also in she wasn't Lizzie McGuire, mm-hmm. but then on this, she is uh she's Chloe. But she wears she dresses the way I dressed in the late nineties. She wears like baby tees with Graphics on them and ball chain co- chokers and her hair like in a short flippy situation. But yeah, so she is one of the new ones. <sighs> they all stay up all night chatting about being potentials mm-hmm. and genuinely being annoying to me already. Yeah, they're annoying. Well, because they're there being protected and they're like, Buffy doesn't have a plan. She doesn't do anything. It's like, well... One plan was to pull you all together and bring you here so you didn't get murdered. Mm-hmm. Do you know what happened to the potentials who aren't here? Mm-hmm. They're dead. Yeah. So there's that. That, that seems part of the like plan. a plan. You have Xander sleeping on a poor, poor Xander's on a couch right now. I know. Watching over you. Mm-hmm. That's part of a plan. Buffy goes out every night fighting. That's part of a plan. Like what? 
What more do you want from Buffy? Yeah. I mean, they're just very I entitled. Mean, Eve is also leading that charge, so. Okay, I have a lot to say about the actress. Playing here. Eve. With, yeah. Just so much face and eyebrow work happening. <sighs> also, that Southern accent. It was so bad. It was so much. It was unnecessary. It was so, like, what is it with the weird bad accents right now in this season? I think they're trying to, like, differentiate the characters but to show us they're from all over. But then get someone who can do, do a Southern accent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Lack is not like, you know it's what I like mean? It's like a high school production of Steel Magnolias. Yes. It's not, it's not real. Um, and honestly, the Brit, the British girl has toned it down a little bit. She has one, especially since the other one is Yeah, they're not like, they're not raising stakes against yeah. each other anymore. Um, but all of them are, they're kind of twits. They also, their idea of like, we don't need to train because Buffy doesn't have a plan. And I know Eve is leading the charge on that. I know. But the fact that anyone agrees with her in any way is like, what do you mean you don't need to train? All you do know for sure is someone is coming to kill you. Yeah. So step one might be get good at fighting. Because here's the thing. Dawn is a normal person, sort of, who has trained with Buffy Uh and is able to protect herself to an extent. So it's like. Yeah, learn how to extend your life. And you live in a world, yes, there's magic, but there's also people all over the world who learn how to fight and are therefore better at fighting. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I know that Giles is too busy and Buffy's not always there, but like, yeah, just do some training, like some calisthenics, do Mm -hmm. some stretches. Mm -hmm. Like, all of them being like, what is even the point of training? What do you mean what's the point of training? Yeah. Being better at fighting. I know. Being faster when you run away. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Um, also, it's, I know he's supposed to be, he is older, but it is kind of weird that Xander's like in the room with the girls. So they have a slumber party overseeing them. Not I don't like quite that. Cre- he's not creepy about it. No. It's not creepy, but there is something of like, because like, even when you were a kid, like dads didn't watch over, didn't watch over slumber parties. I know. I think it's like, they're like, well, someone needs to watch over them because of the potentials and someone's right. trying to kill them. But like, and Xander doesn't have a room at the house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess someone has to do it. But it's also like, what is any, what is Xander going to do? I know. Poor call Xander. for help. Call, call for help. Uh, so, oh, that's on the... Wait, so which episode is it where it's the secret plan and then they all... That's the end of Showtime. Okay. Oh, right. She says it's Showtime. That's yeah. right. So um, it's this episode where I'm pretty sure behind the scenes of every single scene, Anya and Giles are making out. Yep. And I'm right. here for it. I'm here for it. It's the subtext of every moment they're together. They're Sunnydale's hottest couple. Yes. That we no one tells us about. Yep. So, I'm here for it. <laughs> the first time they come on screen, they come in from like behind, like coming from the back door. And I'm like, oh, they just made out. Yep. Um, then they go <laughs> to, to g- go through an uh, interdimensional portal and they have to get Anya's ex one light stand yep. to let her out. And she offers her sexual, her body to him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, you're human. That's he's like, <laughs> He's like, what do you think I am? That's disgusting. And then uh, they both go into. Then he pops a bone out his nose, uh, his knuckle. Oh, yeah. It was pretty creepy. That was cool. pretty creepy cool. And then they go meet this floating eyeball that's in a cage. Oh, my God. Floating many eyeballs. Many eyeballs on an eyeball. It was like a ball of eyeballs. Yeah. Um, And like while they were walking through, they made out. <laughs> oh, they made out the whole time. They were like holding hands until the camera started going, and then they like let go. But I know. They were still like pinkies were like <laughs> touching. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then they uh, talked to that eyeball, and the eyeball's like, there's no way to kill this 
thing. Yeah, it's unkillable. It's it's lived forever. It's been around forever. It's going to be around forever. Like, you can't kill it. Yeah, and he's like, basically, the scales are out of, like, balance because Buffy shouldn't be alive. Right. You guys, this was happened. This happened because the Slayer was brought back from the dead. Mm-hmm. Until then, there was, that was the opportunity that existed for the first to come back. Mm-hmm. Or uh, mountain attack. Yeah. And then Anya, when they come back to the real world, Anya's like, it's because of us. Like, we brought yeah. her back. Willow and me and Xander. Um, and Giles is like, I'm sorry, I didn't hear any of that. I, I was, was thinking, thinking about making, making out with you. <laughs> it's so crazy that you and I both could pick up that subtext so know, easily. So easily. It's I was like, just like, they're constantly making out. It's all they do. All they do is make Their out. Their lips are chapped. I know. It's so dry. <laughs> they're so thirsty. Um, so they... Uh, they come back and they have this idea of like, okay, the issue is this thing's unkillable. And so it's a very hopeless thing. Yeah, it's to hard know. to fight something that's unkillable. Yeah. I mean, it's not hard to, but it's what is the end game? Yeah. Uh, and so the potentials are hanging out in the basement saying, why would we even train? And mm-hmm. I, my head is exploding because I'm like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? Why would you even train? Like, I think I should start training just to watch this show. I know. <laughs> like, in case someone kills me. Um, and then it's mostly led by Eve being like, oh, Buffy doesn't even have a plan. What are we even doing? Mm-hmm. Like, she's essentially sowing seeds of discontent. Mm-hmm. And you know why she's doing that? Because she's the first. Uh. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. And then she dissipates. She doesn't open her mouth really wide. No, she doesn't. She just zaps away. Which, like, actually, the there that was pretty cool. The, like, mounting tension where... uh or suspense when yeah. Buffy like and Xander see like so first of all they're like we have to find this other slayer yeah. that's come to Sunnydale um and they go to the hotel room where they've tracked this person yeah. and Xander peeks inside and he's like Buffy break down the door she breaks yeah. down the door and it's a dead eve and they're yep. like oh fuck yeah we this girl's been at our house for days mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah. Like getting intel. Getting she knows everything. She knows that like we have no plan. She knows there's no plan. Or she at least she knows everything the potentials know, which yeah. is a significant amount and up to that point. Mm-hmm. Because it's at that point that Buffy's like, Oh my God, do you guys remember the season five finale when we found out that Willow could talk to us in our heads? Mm-hmm. Let's keep doing that. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember how we like have underutilized that very useful skill mm-hmm. for so for two years? Yeah. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. It really would be helpful. Yeah. So they do. So they do. And it, it also has this great thing of, like, they are the adults in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, so the three of them are the three people who should be making decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I feel. I was, I was thinking about it all night last night. I thinking about it all this morning. Don't know how I feel about the execution of us watching that scene twice. Oh. Do we need it the second time? Well, or, the show likes to do that. The show does like to do that. But I don't know that we got enough. Like, it was funny to have... Because <laughs> they had to go, what? <laughs> Out loud. That was funny. Um, so I guess that was worth it. Yeah. And then be like, I just said... And then yeah. he's like, oh, I just thought yeah, I should I gotta go repeat to, it. I'm going to go. go to the kitchen. Uh, um, so I don't know. It just felt like repetitive. The length of the scene, maybe? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't feel as impactful, I think, as... It could have. Right. Well, because also, like, the first time we saw them do this, mm-hmm. it was much more of 
the communication in the heads happening in the conversation. Here it was like, I'm going to get your attention and then we're going to go into another room and talk about it. Also, in this, it seems like Buffy and Xander can talk to each other, which was not at all what the thing used to be. Yeah. It was that Willow's magic made it so that she could talk. It was like a one-way radio. Now it's, well, you know what? Because Willow is magic. So So she can just make it so that Buffy and Xander have psychic Yeah, she just opens it. She puts out a plane of magic. Bullshit. (laughs) So they're all... Look me in the eye, Kelly, and I'll tell (laughs) you what I'm saying to you in my head. (laughs) You're saying it's bullshit. Yep. Um, So yeah, so we get that reveal at the end. But before that, we get lots of people arguing. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, we get a fun little scene where Dawn finally gets high status on someone. When she shuts down Andrew. Yep. <laughs> she finally has one person who's below her in the house. Mm-hmm. And she she kind of likes it. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and Andrew brings us a little bit of comic relief because there isn't really a ton. There's not a lot of fun happening. No. And that's something that is going to continue. I think that's fine to not. It's not really spoiling anything where it's like the humor is light in this season. Yeah, so you got to take the Andrew when you can get it. Yeah. I do think when he has his little, like, why is the Slayer a girl? The Slayer should be a boy. Like, it made me want to write, like, a dissertation and send it to Andrew. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's two parts to that, right? Like, mm-hmm. one, up until this point, like, most heroes were men. Mm-hmm. So the fact that the idea that, like, one hero is written for a woman, like, is not a threat to you. Mm-hmm. So don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And also, why are the Slayers girls? Because uh, a group of men in a tribe tied a woman down and forced it into her. Yeah. It was, so that's why. It's not so exactly. That's why, cause the power was like raped into her. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's a girl. Mm-hmm. Because a bunch of older men in her camp decided to force it upon her. Mm-hmm. Not um, because girls are trying to fight boys. And also his like, his like, his demonstration of why it would be cooler if it was a guy is stupid. Like it's, it's so not dumb. even any like he's like they would say this and he would just make them shut up. And it's like it just shows that he's like even less good at being punny. Yeah, he's fights. got he doesn't I think the fact that he doesn't have a lot going for him is why it's okay that he's still alive. Oh yeah. I mean, he's no threat whatsoever. <laughs> he's such a doof. He is a doof. They let him like free in the house and he's still not a threat. Mhm. Yep. He just kind of hangs out. And when he's like, I used to be a villain. A genius. And <laughs> Dawn's just like, okay. <laughs> she's like, okay, name some stuff you did. And he's like, um, I summoned a demon. And she's like, yeah, that's helpful. And he's like, well, like, not like now. I I wouldn't do didn't. that. But um, there were blueprints. I did like that moment where we finally get a little glimpse of humanity in Andrew. Mm-hmm. Where she's like, you have no friends. You Maybe you shouldn't have killed your only friend. And he was like, I hate that. Like, trust me, I hate that. And it's just yeah. for a second. And then he's back to like, I'm yeah. going to use like references and nerd stuff to like avoid feeling feelings. Yes. Which I think when you take him away from the other two guys, it you see how much of that is just a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he has no one who wants to play his reindeer games. No. Um. So <laughs> there are, Basically, the plan is that we don't realize until the end is that Buffy is going to let the Uber vamp 
get through the barrier. Well, yeah, the idea is to trap the Uber vamp, Uber vamp into a area where they can have a, a more fair fight. Mm-hmm. And understandably, she doesn't want to do that in her house. No. Because her house is where all her stuff is. Mm-hmm. And so she does it. And she also wants to keep the potentials like kind of out of it. Yeah. So the they are able to build essentially a Thunderdome in mm-hmm. the future, the site of the future library, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. It was kind of cool. And again, it's a cool way for Xander to actually get to help. Yes. He often uh, is left powerless. We'll talk about that next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so they, and the potentials, of course, don't know what the fuck is going on because they They are, never know what's happening. <laughs> they're just so clueless. They're so clueless. But Kennedy's like, oh, I'm going to be a slayer one day. Yeah. And you're just like, all right, Kennedy, cool your jets. I mean, the one thing that Kennedy has going for her, for her is that she's like, we should listen to Buffy. Yeah, she does believe in Buffy. She does believe in the mission of being a slayer. I don't, I just think there's so many like missed opportunities with her. I guess that's, they keep throwing things that like, it would be interested, interesting if one of these potentials had sexual chemistry with Willow. Mm-hmm. It would be interesting if there was a, a person who had been grown up with so much privilege and now they're having to deal with like this very heavy burden. Mm-hmm. Like all of those things would be interesting, but not, we don't get to play. None of them are there. Mm-hmm. They're just like things people say. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it gets better. Yeah, but we're certainly not shown any of this. It is literally characters telling us. And then she says, I've been crossbowing since I was eight. And then you're just like, no question sense. marks. You're like, what? Huh? You mean eight seconds ago? That yeah. I believe. I would love if Buffy was like, we're going to put a pin in that because we can't talk about this right now, but I need you to under- to explain to me. Yeah, you're going to have to break that down. That makes um, zero sense, friend. So she's passing out all these weapons because she's like, all right, guys, we got to, the Uber vamp's coming because basically Eve, who is the first, mm-hmm. is like, Knock, knock. You're going to have some guests tonight. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, shit. So Right. And she also, Buffy, at that point, knows that anything the potentials were thinking or thought, Eve knows. Mm-hmm. So the potentials are not really allies. Right. They're kind of pawns. Yeah. And, I mean, Dawn even, and I can't remember if this is the next episode or this episode, where they're like, we need more allies. It's... uh we got to get these potentials up and running basically. Yeah. And Dawn's like, they're not really that helpful. No. They're like a bunch of idiots with weapons. Like it's not, they're not helpful. Honestly, I thought some of them might die when they got locked in that crypt. Me too. (laughs) I was surprised they all survived. I was like, it was mean of Buffy and Spike, but I was also like, they really, you weed them out. Yeah. Um, But that's next episode. That's next episode. Um, But in this one, essentially, as Andrew says, they create a Thunderdome situation mm-hmm. for Buffy and the Vamp to fight. They do. Hey, guess who wins? La Bouffe. Of course she does. It was pretty dope. I liked that. It was a good fight. It was a good. It was a cool fight scene. I liked just the brutality that Buffy yes. has to use to kill these. Oh my god! Like a few episodes ago, it was her like thumbing the eyes out of a demon yeah. with her bare hands. This one, it is her taking barbed wire with her bare hands. And garroting the yep. head off of this amazing. vampire. It was great. Who I wrote down because I've uh-huh. been calling him Uber Donger now yeah. ever since you <laughs> mentioned that he probably Maybe has a donger. Has a donger. Um, I wrote Uber Donger got a little jacket. He did. He got a little like, like a long like, hey, jacket. You know I, I think Spike looks. Is it Spikes? Oh, maybe. That would be amazing. It'd be amazing. Spike's like, hey, that's my jacket. Hey, I guess I'm uh, going to be uh, naked from the waist up with <laughs> things carved on me, so I don't really need it. But. <laughs> Things carved on me. They are. There's things carved on him. <laughs> um. So everything is great when she 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 does it. 
She gives a rousing speech saying it's going to be hard, mm-hmm. which she always says it's going to be hard. She always says she the never, same speech. <laughs> we've, we've heard this one. But some of the potentials haven't. You can tell they're inspired. Mm-hmm. Um, it is kind of cool how they're all like sitting watching her. Like, Yeah. And again, I love the differentiation the show is making between like her people, Willow and Xander. Yeah. Have, like utmost face. Like they're a team. Yeah. The Scoobies are still the Scoobies. Mm-hmm. The potentials are not part of that. They're, Thank God. Yes, but I, I yeah. just appreciate the way Me the too. show like doesn't doesn't mess up that dynamic. Yeah, um, just by bringing these people in, and I think Anya and and Giles are right off screen making out. Yeah, they're like, just like right off, out right of frame. off. They're like right, and Sanders like a little uncomfortable with it, but he's also like, he's like what can really I do? Cute. Yeah, he's like, I mean, would would that I were Anya. <laughs> You know he never has said would that I were no, anything. He, no, he's never, he's never <laughs> said that. I wish it was Anya. <laughs> That's what he would say. And then he'd be like, what? And then he'd be like, gay panic. He'd be like, uh, <laughs> I like boobs. Yeah. Or soft embrace. <laughs> soft embrace. Um, And then we get a part that's like a little sad. Uh, yeah. Where, because so throughout this episode, we've had Spike has been locked up in like below the seal yep or near the seal near the seal um tortured by uh guys with no eyes but then also tortured by images of the first being buffy yes and telling him i'm never going to save you she's not coming for you um yeah and there has been some conversation though this conversation continues into the next episode with among the potentials of like why is saving spike even on our to-do list right now Mm -hmm. like we have other things that are like really big deals why are we worried about pick saving a vampire Mm -hmm. um and buffy's like none your business yeah i get to pick what we do Mm -hmm. and this is what we're doing yeah so as soon as she kills the uber vamp she goes down into the whatever sewer whatever the under area the under area of something yeah she walks up to spike and he's like oh man not again Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're going to be mean to me. And then she's her and she gets him down. Well, and something that like, so, because she like grabs his arm and he's like, (gasps) and like looks at her and she doesn't do the stuff that the first is doing. Like the first is always like smiling at him and like being this angel figure and she's beaten up and bloodied and she just like ties, ties him down and helps him walk out. Yeah. And it's a very sweet scene. I know. I uh, I want to be emotionally there in this moment with them. Yeah. But I'm having trouble. Me too. That's why I was like, it's a little sad. It is a little when, it's sad. It's like, and, and maybe it's just I need to give him the benefit of the doubt that I give Angel. Mm-hmm. Is that soul man is not the same as no soul man. Yeah. It's just tough because they feel like the same guy. They feel like the same guy. Um, But they aren't. Right, like they aren't, and we haven't seen enough. And that's the thing too; we haven't yeah. seen enough of post soul spike. Where he's not, not crazy, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's just how this season has gone. But yeah, I think we need. It's hard to differentiate them because we haven't seen enough of him without a soul. Yeah, but I want him without him with it. Sorry, him with a soul. I want more with him, him with a soul so that I can be more ready emotionally to be touched by moments between them, or when they're having like sexual tension in the next episode mm-hmm. i want to not be like annoyed yeah like i want to be like ooh, 
Mm-hmm. Like, I want to feel like I did. You remember? And you might not remember as well as I do. But when Angel came back from the dead and they do Tai Chi in his oh, house. I do remember. It's like sexually charged Tai Chi. <laughs> I want to feel like it's sexually charged Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Yeah. But I don't feel that way. I feel more like it's like this. Your loser ex-boyfriend is back in town and you're working with him and you're getting like turned on by him again. You're like, ooh. Yeah. Well, speaking of that. Yeah. So the, the Spike Buffy stuff goes from one app into another. Mm-hmm. What were you saying? I can't remember now. I was literally just transitioning to the next app. So we're solid. Okay. Um, so the potentials are picking up a little tension between Buffy and Spike. Yeah. I will say that um, I did laugh at how like nonchalant and like, but Buffy was just like, let me see it. Like I did laugh that yeah. she was just like, blew by any sort like because like she wasn't feeling any sexual tension until uh-huh. like the potentials were like uh and then she's like oh i forgot there's like a history situation here because <laughs> like she does so they're doing um training yes in the graveyard of course that's where you do which it. is where you train um and i did like uh so he like rars uh um what's her name the one who uh, is the joss Whedon favorite Oh, Felicia Day? Yeah. I don't remember her character's name. Felicia Day's, uh, yeah, he, so he, like, gets her in a headlock, and he's about to, like, bite her, and then he's like, okay, so what did we learn? And they're all like, um, that we're bad at this. (laughs) (laughs) We learned that we may die very soon. (laughs) Ends up all their instincts, which is literally to sometimes you should just run away. Yeah. Um, Well, and that's what really she's teaching, which is something... There's part of me that thinks it's not cool that Dawn is not invited to these trainings because yeah. she was training Dawn before all of this. Yeah. And now Dawn doesn't get invited, which the show is clearly dealing with. So mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm probably right on, I'm not ahead of the show. Right. But that's part of the thing that we've known about Buffy all along is her instincts are what keep her alive. Mm-hmm. Even when she's like, guys, something's weird going on. And all her friends are like, no, it's not supernatural. Don't worry about yeah. it. She's like, like, don't you think you're just being a little jealous by me? (laughs) She's like, no, (laughs) not at all. (laughs) Um, So like that instinct and following your gut is something that certainly the show has shown us that that's what slayers have Mm -hmm. over regular people. Yeah. Is that their instincts are right. Yeah. Whereas regular people's instincts. Mm, Not so great. They're not slayer level. No. Um, So she's then, then she's like, let me like, let me show you guys how this is done. Yeah. And she's like, don't make it easy on. I know. Which, okay. All right, Buffy. He wasn't going to. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, like, tussle. Yeah. And I did like that Felicia Tay's character then says, careful, just when you think it's part of the lesson, he'll hurt your arm. Yeah, that's which cute. Is very cute. No, she's the best. She's the best potential. potential. Though, yeah, she's the best potential. Yeah, she's, like, the most charming, the best actor. Yeah, I like Mandy, but mainly because she was in Freaks and Geeks. I do like her, and I'm but forgetting about her because she's later. Yeah, but and, like, but that's really just because I loved her freaking character so deeply, and she's kind of still kind of playing that mm-hmm. character. So like, I just decide it's just it's just transference. Yeah, it's just transference. But it's like she's enough like that character. I can just imagine that character time traveled to the future. Mm-hmm. Yep, went to Sunnydale and turned out to be a potential. Yep, uh, but we're not there yet. No, Felicia Day is currently the best one. Yeah. The Rhonda is okay. Yeah, Rhonda's pr- Rona, 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 Rona. Rona is yeah. Rona's pretty good. Um, she like I feel like is very grounded too, yes. where she's constantly the voice of reason. Where she's like, "What the hell?" And did you notice? Okay, so she gets knocked over, and they were like, "What did you learn?" 
Buffy says, what did you learn? And uh, this kind of, I was like, team Rona here. Yeah. Where she's like, I learned that uh, the black girl dies first. That was, and yeah. Buffy's like, what'd you say? Which is like having a white girl having, it just felt like a very like white feminism versus yes. intersectional feminism. Yes. And she's like, nothing. I didn't say anything. And it's like, oh my oh. goo. This is foreshadowing some issues that will happen in the future. <laughs> uh, I mean, which are currently happening now, but like we won't, well, won't have come been to happening a all along. Yeah. They've been ha- happening forever. Happening forever. Um, but Even yeah. Susan B had some issues. Yeah. Susan B, oh, big issues, big <laughs> issues. Um, so yeah, it was very like I felt like, oh, whereas like this was kind of like, oh, just her being snarky and like yes. get back to business. Mm-hmm. Whereas like now with the knowledge that I yeah. that we have now of like, no, we should be intersectional. Yeah. I was like, oh, yes. This seems like a shut up you're really like ignoring the fact that this is for all women mm-hmm. um, sort of There's thing. also like the fact that all of these people are British or American is weird. Yeah, that is weird. Like, I mean, we may get people from other countries coming, but right now. Yeah. It's and also like, statistically, shouldn't there be like way more Chinese people? Yeah, there should be Chinese people. There should be um, African people. Yeah, African people. <laughs> uh, there should be like Latin American people. Just crikey, there should be an Australian. Yeah, there should be one Australian at least. No, that's not a very, it's not a very populated continent, no. right? Um, but yeah, like it's like, it is weird that it's mostly British and American mm-hmm. when like if you look at like more densely populated, there should be some uh, East Asian. Yeah, should probably be an Indian person. Yeah, and yet, nope. And yet, and yet nope. And yet, nope. Um, um, but yeah, so... This training session also has a thing that annoys me about what they're doing right now. And again, maybe I'm supposed to be annoyed by it. I can't remember if the show is doing this on purpose. But Buffy says the potentials. My death could make you a slayer. Buffy, yeah, it can't. It can't. It, there is no world in which you dying makes anyone a slayer. I don't get why she doesn't know. Maybe she's just trying to make a point. Maybe she's lying. <laughs> but it's like, Buffy, you know, like... It's not you anymore. It's You're not, not the you. line. You the line. You did die, and no no one was called. I don't get that. I don't get it. And again, I can't remember if the show like later she's like, oh yeah, faith exists. I don't remember like how that plays out. If like yeah, it's supposed to be a reveal or a moment of her just being dumb. But as a person, I watched a lot of this show. Yeah, I'm telling you, Buffy, you died. No one came. I think this is a source of confusion for a lot of people because. As we've talked about earlier on this podcast, um, people on the message boards yeah, often have this question confused. and other people on the message boards get very angry. They're tired of answering this question. Oh, they're so mad. And so maybe I'm being the second group of people and I'm not trying to be that toward any any viewer who doesn't understand. But why I the show? Why, yes. The viewer, I understand why you don't understand. You know why? Because in the episode, in, soup, in Showtime, mm-hmm. the potentials all talked about how if Buffy dies, they could be the next potential, mm-hmm. next person. Now, in potential, Buffy's saying, my death could make you a slayer. And uh, Dawn says that when she thinks she's a potential. She's like, well, Buffy has to die for it. And it's like, no, no she, doesn't. she doesn't. She already died. She died and no one came. But you know why? Because the net, the slayer who is currently the slayer is Faith. Yeah. Period. Mm-hmm. So Faith would have to die. And I'm not saying Faith won't die. And I'm not saying that, yeah, you may be called all you potentials. Mm-hmm. One by one, you could become the next slayer and get killed. Sure. So yeah, so like that really bugged me 
And again, maybe I'm misremembering how the show handles it. And maybe Buffy will be like, oh, that was dumb. I kept saying my death would cause these things, but that wasn't real. (laughs) Maybe she says that. I don't remember her saying that. I don't remember saying that. Maybe it's in a cut scene. But But then they should have cut this scene because it's just not real. Um, And then at one point she goes, let's go, girls. And I was like, (laughs) yep, I was thinking that as well. Good. Um, I thought you would be. But I am going to say this episode had me teamed on. Completely teamed on. The whole time. Because the thing is now Dawn is old enough that they know how to write her. Yes. And I think Michelle Trachtenberg has grown into that role too mm-hmm. of knowing how to play her. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she's really good. She's I, so good. I cried at the end of the episode. Me too. I was mo- like, I was moved. I kind of started shipping Xander and Don. I was like, future. yeah, that's the thing for the future. For the future, for not the future. not this season, not this season. And that kiss on no. the forehead was chased. Oh, that was yeah. a, that was a chased I don't, kiss. And I don't think she's. I don't think her crush is back. No. But I do think there's like now an understanding between them that is the basis for a friendship that could develop maybe in four seasons. There was definitely like a mutual you see me. They saw each other. They saw each other. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. But when they think. So they do a spell to find more the potential in Sunnydale. Yeah. Because they're like there's this potential in Sunnydale. We got to find her. So they do the spell and it goes right into Dawn. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, okay. I guess. She's like in its line. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, but fine. Goes into her, she glows for a second. So Willow and Xander are like, oh my God, you, and Anya's there too. It's like, oh my God, you're the potential. Mm -hmm. And Willow says, Bobby's going to be so excited. Why? What? How? How? Yeah. In order, Buffy, number one, Mm -hmm. since her mother died, her number one priority has been to keep Dawn safe. Mm-hmm. Why in the world would Buffy be excited that Dawn has been given the, uh, or may end up being the Slayer, which is the most dangerous, likely to die job there is? I don't know what the fuck Willow's talking I'm about. like, Willow, she's not going to be excited. And eventually they all figure out that, of course, Buffy wouldn't be excited. Mm-hmm. They talk it through. But I was like, Willow, what are you talking about? You know what? You know what I think happened to Willow? I think she wasn't paying attention. Yeah. And like, you know when you like, aren't paying attention and then you realize you should be so you just quickly say something oh my god she's gonna be so excited and then like after you say that you're like what did i just say and then you're like i did not mean and then you just like walk away from that you just like leave that (laughs) statement over there and then you're just like this is where i always was what do you mean that thing i don't even know it's the worst is when you do that over like text oh my god because you know people can go back there's Mm -hmm. receipts people can find out but like if you say it out loud no oh, it can just knows. disappear into the it's air. Just not, and like someone will, later will be like, "Oh my god, do you remember when someone was like so excited?" And you're like, "I can't believe someone said that." <laughs> That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> you basically gaslight all your friends. <laughs> um, um, well, if they're real friends, they'll let you do it. Yeah, real uh, friends let other friends gaslight them. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she like says that crazy statement. Yeah, I mean, but they do eventually. And then Don's like, "Um, I'm gonna go upstairs. This is craziness." Yeah, which like fine. Of course. Let her decompress. She's got this is cr- this is a lot for her. Mm-hmm. This is lit- this is a life changing moment, and I think even more for any of the other potentials because she knows more than anyone else what being a slayer costs and means. Mm-hmm. She knows what it is, mm-hmm. and she spent her whole life believing that she wasn't that. Yeah. Then she found out she was a ball of light, and she cut her hands. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. God, she's that was been a nightmare. Some stuff that was really yeah, bad. That was really bad. So like she's been through some things. She didn't. She certainly never had this on her radar. Mm-hmm. And then 
I feel like we need to redo the Let's Go Girls because we didn't do the right thing it's at the dun, same dun, time. Dun, 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 dun. Let's go, girls. Yeah. And then it's like, going out tonight. I'm feeling all right. I'm gonna let it all hang out. Don't have to act politically correct. Oh, wait. No, that's not the right part. <laughs> oh, I'm going to scream and shout for some reason. Gonna scream and, and shout. The best thing about being a woman is the prerogative to have a little fun. I think it's that you aren't trapped in the um, privilege of the patriarchy, so you actually like can see things for the way the way that they are. True. <laughs> um, no, I don't know what the best thing about being a woman is. Me neither. There's so many wonderful joys of womanhood. <laughs> so yeah, so Dawn goes upstairs. She's like, I gotta, I gotta think about some stuff and she's like actually and by I the way <laughs> let's have a really loud conversation downstairs about mm-hmm. all of the things that we think don is thinking and feeling yep which uh, yeah i don't know i had an upstairs bedroom i don't remember once like if ever i was like upset about something and i went upstairs that i could overhear my parents talking about me like that seems yeah. like they must have either been talking really loud mm-hmm. or just didn't care that she could hear everything they said yeah like that's yeah pretty loose um but yeah don's like i need even further out i'm going outside yeah I'm walk down my street oh my god look who's there mandy is that right i thought so yeah i think it's mandy um who we saw earlier in the episode having all right and i don't know what the fuck that conversation was about i guess to make buffy think about spike because we have a whole yeah. counseling session where mandy comes in and she's like i need to talk to you about something so there's this guy and he picks on me but how do I, when my mom says sometimes when someone picks on you, which is, this is such like an elementary school conversation. But my mom says sometimes when someone picks on you, it's because they like you. Mm-hmm. And I think I like him. So how do I know whether he's picking on me because he doesn't like me or he's picking on me because he likes me? And it's also, yeah, that is like some weird bullshit that we teach boys when, like, it's a very like think, boys will be boys. Yes. I think we teach girls that too. Yeah. Oh, we teach girls like, oh, well, if he's being, if he's picking on you and being mean, it means he likes you. Or like, that's how he's going to show attention to you. And it's like, or we could just train everybody just to be normal and Just nice. be nice to each other, yeah. yeah. If you like someone, be kind be to Be nice, them. yeah. And honestly, be kind to everyone. Yeah. And if you like someone, maybe you say, like, I like I you. I like you. Just, like, let put <laughs> oh it God, out can there. Can you imagine the world if everyone was just kind to each other? And then also, if you liked someone, you just said, I like, I like you. you. And if that person says, I think you're a good person, but I don't like you in that way, you say, okay, I respect that. Yeah, you just say, okay, thank you for letting being thank honest you for being with honest me. with me. Um, I still think you're a worthwhile human being. I hope you all could <laughs> do well in all your future endeavors. Yeah. And um, if I can separate my feelings of friendship and romantic relationships, I, I hope that someday we can continue to be friends. Goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> can you, that's like that world. I feel like it's Black Mirror. I can't think of what <laughs> the, the horrible part is. Yeah. I don't know. But like that would just like be magic. Show me the downside. I can't Show me think, the downside. I can't think of it. It's probably going to be some fucking... Some like pickup artist person's gonna be like, what about the chase? And it's like, the chase, oh my God. Chase I've, your ass right out the door. Chase your ass right out the door. The chase is why the concept of consent is a question. Is a question. I know. That's what's wrong. And, or there's a lot that's wrong, but that, that's why. That's mm-hmm. why it's a gray area to anyone is because we have like lifted up the chase as, as the, the default mode of relationship. Of, of like oh of, yeah of courting and, and it shouldn't be because if someone says no that's them saying no yeah if someone runs away yeah. from you 
that means they don't want to be around you. But then there is that weird, like, yeah, and 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 uh, kind of, I think on in this completely the same vein, yeah. of like you're taught when you're a young girl, like, oh, don't be too interested at first, even if you like somebody, yes. like you should make them think you're not that interested, right. and then you it's like alluring. Don't make it too easy, or like you know, it's getting to be Christmas time. No. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a there's a carol carol that we could. Oh no 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 no. Uh, Kelly and I may just like have to have a two hour conversation some other time about it. We've got (laughs) both got too many feelings, but I and a lot of movies that I love from like especially from like the '60s, like those kind of like romantic comedies, like Doris Day movies and stuff. Like that's her whole gig. Yeah, right. Is like being not wanting to like give in, Mm -hmm. and it then it being this this gamesmanship yeah and it's like yeah but if you like him just like him just like him and if he likes you maybe he should just like respect what you're saying yeah the movies would be really short i kind of is that a sketch like <laughs> um all right, i'm just gonna, let me just pitch it to you okay great. okay so it's like a 60s movie and it's the beginning and there's like a lothario and there's like a virginal like interior decorator or yeah. whatever and She's like, she tries to play coy and he's like, so you want to get dinner? And she's like, not with someone like you. And then he just like says, I respect that and just goes away. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> Credits. It. And then she's kind of like, wait, I thought, <laughs> are we not oh, playing at work? Are we not doing a game? <laughs> uh, and that's paradise. <laughs> um, but that's not the world that uh, Mandy lives in. No. And also that pays off zero. Oh, yeah, because we don't see that. Yeah, I thought in my memory, because I remember that she was a potential. Mm-hmm, so I was like, too. oh, is this a vampire? Yeah, I was wondering that too. Yeah, in my memory, I was like, oh, maybe it's a vampire. And she's just, because vampires can get do human face. Maybe it's like a human face. I was confused. Mm-hmm. But no, it's just some dude we'll never talk about again. Yeah. Who is picking on her. Which, yeah. Does that mean he's bullying her? What is happening? I don't know. I'm getting nervous for Mandy. Yeah, me too. But then, And then she's walking the streets alone at night. Nightmare. Ugh. Because she found a vampire at the school and she was like, I gotta go. She well, yeah, he like bit her room. on the head. That was so weird. She's like, he scratched me with his teeth. And I was That's, like, wait, so he no. bit your head? That makes no sense. <laughs> I was like, he bit your forehead? I don't get it. Like, think of, there have been over 100 episodes of Buffy. Mm-hmm. How many times has Buffy gotten bit on the head? <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing when she's like, but so first, she's like, he scratched me. Which, with like, his teeth. But that is like, insane right because like you know how a lot of times in Sunnydale they do the thing of like I can't possibly understand this so I'm going to reframe it yes you can understand someone biting you I think that if it was her neck okay right I could see being like I got scratched sure because like people you know yeah um because I live in a world without vampires and I've been scratched yeah. I've scratched yeah me too so like you could be like I got scratched and then Don mean like was it with his teeth and her having to be like Mm-hmm. vampires are real or real and some people think your sister's a schizophrenic yeah. also so people in the town think she's a schizophrenic and, and she's she working the, with kids like an un dr un, wood yeah you, you keep calling him dr wood <laughs> you're promoting his you're giving him like additional are sh- degrees are we sure yes he's just principal wood we're sure we're sure <laughs> you're gonna be like tonight <laughs> top story i think he has a phd no he doesn't <laughs> Mm. <laughs> are we sure <laughs> friends of a wood um, I don't know why I think he is I don't know why you think that I mean that does like 
It does sound like, and a lot of principals ha- have a doctorate. <laughs> but not this one. Not this one. Okay, so so Mandy and Don go to the school to fight the vampire because Don now feels like she's like, okay, yeah. I'm a potential. Like I need yeah, to protect people, so I'm going to do it. Yeah, and this is like kind of an easy in, right? Mm-hmm. Like she knows Mandy, she knows the school pretty well. It's one vampire. She's like, okay, mm-hmm. I got it. I can go do it, and she's also pretty brave. That's kind mm-hmm. of she's brave. She's brave. So they go in and then the door isn't locked, which it doesn't really make sense why the door isn't locked. Mm-mm. Like the door, if the door is locked, it would have been the same story. Yeah. Right. Because the guy's just hiding on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. So anyway, vampire side of the ceiling. And Mandy and Don go in and Don and Mandy just kind of cowers in a corner mm-hmm. while Don fights a vampire. Not really effectively. She does the best she can. Right. But she doesn't really have instincts for it like no. she's trained so she's able to fend him off a little bit but yes but she and she's she a little thinks, clumsy yeah she's, and she thinks quickly like mm-hmm. but she yeah she, like one of the things she does is she grabs the flag which oh my god can you imagine if someone did that on tv right now and just Yikes. like broke a flag and then whatever anyway oh she grabs god. the flag and to use it as a stake which is a good idea mm-hmm. but like she has trouble breaking it she can't get it in whereas like any of the potentials probably would have just whopped that thing like, on a boom, desk. Sh- yeah. Done. And, yeah. I, and 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 this is shot in a really interesting way too, where it's like interspersed with um a voiceover by Buffy who's like saying what it is to be a potential. Yes. And we see then like so then Buffy will be like, you know, uh, a potential will see a weapon and in a place where a weapon might not necessarily yes. be, and she'll find a way to make it a weapon. Mm-hmm. Um and then we cut to Dawn trying to do that and yeah. in a kind of a not very graceful way. So then you're kind of like, oh, is is yeah. she? Is she not? Um, And it's, yeah, but she's trying. She's trying. And in a lot of ways, she seems way more brave than the actual potentials. Oh, yeah, she's completely brave. And that's the thing, which I think is, imp- which impressed me with Dawn's character, which was that she was like, okay, I have to be a hero. I'm going to do it. Yep. I'll do it. I yeah. will maybe die for this girl. Yep. Um, meanwhile, the, all the potentials are in the script. <laughs> and this is when Buffy says that Spike's old crypt was cozy. Yeah. Ugh. She's showing her cards. She's showing too many cards. <laughs> and again, we don't know sold Spike, so I can't really, I'm not going to romanticize your relationship with. Exactly. No this is a Spike. new relationship now. Yeah. And maybe I like this one, but I can't get excited about your old one anymore. Mm-hmm. The writers ruined it. Mm-hmm. And so did Spike mm-hmm. in that huge bathroom. So, um, so the, the last, the ending of this training session involves Spike and Buffy locking all the potentials in with the crypt with a vampire mm-hmm. and just being like, good luck. Mm-hmm. Oh, and a steak. Oh yeah. They have a steak. <laughs> Cause Buffy just drops it. And it's like, yeah, she's like, oh, huh. <laughs> I kind of wanted some of them to die in that fight. It just would, to like I think Buffy would have felt horrible. Oh yeah, she would have felt horrible. She would have felt horrible. So I'm I'm glad it her plan worked. And it so far she's proving to be a fairly good leader. She's mm-hmm. not like she's nobody wants to hug her. No. But she's she, doing a good job of being the general. Yeah, for sure. Um which so that's a that's a good look on her right now. So she does her whole speech. Dawn's fighting, and then something weird happens. The no-eyed guys show up. Mm-hmm. And they go after Mandy. Not, not Dawn. Dawn. And Dawn's like, her? 
Which, but only for like a second, which is I why know. she's so great. This is, I know. This is Dawn. This is a Banner Dawn episode because, yeah. like, a second she fights the no-eyed guys. Does she kill the vamp? No, uh, Mandy kills. The okay, vamp. so she fights the no-eyed guys off, and then she says, "Mandy." She tells Mandy, "Like, you are a potential. Mm-hmm. You have the power. I, you know, we all believe in you. You need to do this." Like, mm-hmm. gives Mandy the pep talk of her life with no thought to her to Dawn's own feelings. Mm-hmm. She's just like, does it. Mandy goes out there. She kills the vamp. And Dawn has to face who she really is, which is just a rego. Mm-hmm. And that's, and then we get to that scene where, again, Buffy's like, all right, guys, like, potentials, let's talk about the things that we have to be doing. Us, potentials, us, special yeah. ones. Um, and Dawn's just kind of, like, watching and Xander. And that's the thing, like, we see that Dawn is, like, you can tell that in that moment, she's like, I wish I never even th- ever thought that I was a potential. Yeah. It's so much more disappointing now. Yeah. Because she tasted it for a second. Mm-hmm. So. And she tells, she's like, okay, Buffy, I'm going to do some research and try to figure this out. And Buffy's like, great, thanks. Mm-hmm. And Buffy has no idea. Buffy doesn't know any of this. And I don't know that she could really empathize because she's not that good at empathy. She's very bad at it. <laughs> it's her greatest she's, weakness. Yeah. She's okay at sympathy. Yeah, sure. She's very bad at empathy. Yeah. So she would be like, yeah, it's like the best news ever. You don't have to be the slayer. Do you know how much of a burden being the slayer is? Do you think I want you to be a slayer? And it'd be like a fight. And then it's like, oh my God, Buffy. So Dawn would (laughs) slam the door. Yeah, and scream. And then she'd like fall on her belly on the bed and kick her legs up and go like, ah. Um, But then Xander. But instead, it's much sweeter. It's very sweet. Yeah, she sits down to do her work Mm -hmm. and Xander comes in. And gives her the kind of credit that it's that she's never going to get in a large scale. Mm-mm. Telling her he heard what she said to Mandy. He heard her speech. He knows how much harder it is to be the person without the powers mm-hmm. who keeps showing up and keeps doing the thing. Yeah. That what it costs. Yeah. And he says, like, I saw that you when you thought you were called to do this, you stepped up and were a hero. And when you realized that that title wasn't yours you handed it over in a in a flash in a yeah. second and he says a line that's very sweet which is you're not special you're extraordinary yeah. and she like cries yeah. and he's and just I like cry. and i cry and he's like finding back tears but he has this but toxic he, yeah. masculinity thing so yeah. he just kisses her on the forehead and runs away yes he goes to cry by himself mm-hmm. um but it was a very sweet moment and it was kind of like oh yeah like this show is buffy the vampire slayer but there are so many of these characters that are so special mm-hmm. and Dawn seeing Dawn finally become this like full person is really worth it. Yes. It is. And I think it brings back to like what is this show really about? And yes, you know, it started it's like monsters are a good metaphor for high school mm-hmm. and you know like but all of that stuff but it's really about like chosen family. Mhm. And the bond between Xander and Dawn, and that is a key part of all of this. Yeah. <sighs> if only the potentials would just like explode. I know. They're so boring and annoying. I'm not interested. I guess I'm interested to the extent that I like seeing Buffy as general. I just wish we never had a scene where I want a Scooby in every scene with them. Yeah. I, don't I can't any see any them by themselves. Ugh, boring. Ooh, the toaster doesn't work. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Oh, I really love Pop Tarts. Oh, my mom was rich, and so was my dad, and we mm. had wings. I don't fucking care. Why I did they teach you? Meant it? Wings like, <laughs> grr, grr. 
<laughs> oh my god, it's so much more interesting. So much more interesting. And honestly, they may do that in the next episode. By the Maybe. way, my parents were birds. Like, <laughs> Kennedy, what are you talking about? And they'll just blow right by it. They're like, okay, great. Why did she have a crossbow when she was eight? Why was she good? I know. At a crossbow since she was eight. eight. Who knows? That makes no sense. Do rich people use crossbows? I have no idea. I feel idea. like they do in like when you read short stories about, you know, when they're having the ultimate hunt. What is that called? Man, the ultimate prey. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, but there's like, like when they hunt people. Hunt, yeah, when they hunt people. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right. They do. They have crossbows. So maybe that's it. She went on a people hunt. Mm, sure. Wait, how do they kill elephants? Uh, Not with crossbows. That's too small. What do they do? Just a gun? I'm not sure what they do. Elephants are huge. Yeah. It's like when you go on those like terrible like safari things, safari things where you kill animals. Maybe you give your kids though, your eight-year-olds get a crossbow. Yeah. Okay. I buy that. Okay. The kids cool. get a crossbow. Um, um, see, we fixed it. We fixed it. All right. I think that's pretty much my notes on this yeah, episode. Yeah, that's kind of all I have to say about these. I enjoyed them. As much I enjoyed as the them a lot. Because I always think of like, oh, the potential show up and I get annoyed. But no. Mm. Um, yeah. I am interested to see, I guess, what happens with the potentials. And I like that. I, I, I am, and we've mentioned this in previous episodes, I am happy that Xander has found his place within yeah. the team and is a valuable resource now. Mm-hmm. And that Dawn got the pep talk she needed. Yeah. Um, and everyone's kind of like finding their way back into the groove of things. Right. I'm excited for more off-screen makeout sessions between... Of course. Uh, Giles and Anya. Um, but yeah, overall... I am liking season seven more than I usually do. And it's probably, again, because we're talking about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know what we're going to do when, when this is over. I think we're just going to have to find things that we didn't know we loved in Angel season five. Yeah. I mean, Angel season five is, I, I like it better than four from my recollection. So Ryan's giving me, are you sure? Eyes. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I would say every season of Buffy that we've watched together I've liked better than I thought I did. Mm-hmm. Me too. I haven't felt the same about Angel. Exactly. I Almost felt worse. the opposite. Yeah, this so. is like really a slog, this season four. And I didn't remember it as that way. Oh, really? I've always detested season four. I always think of, I think I think of the big moments and then I'm like, oh, that's fun. <laughs> the journey to them is terrible. Yeah. Um, um, speaking of, <laughs> if you're watching along with us, um, next week, we're going to be doing salvage and release on Angel. Yes. Um, and then bringing it back to Buffy with The Killer in Me and First Date. That's interesting. Ryan just gave me a thumbs up. Do you like those episodes? I can't really no. remember them. I'm just like, <laughs> no. No, never have, never will. <laughs> I could. Give yeah. me a chance, Cal. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember if I like them or not. Um, I think they're great titles. They are good titles. Um... Great. You know, we're moving along, and that's what I care about. Me too. Chug, chug, chug. Chugga, chugga, chugga. Uh, but uh, let's continue the conversation on social media. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Hellmouthy. Um, me at Kelly Nuji, Ryan at Armogi. Um, and please, if you are feeling so inclined, leave us a positive review mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us. I've seen a couple of new reviews. Thank you so much for those Ooh, nice, thank you. nice reviews. You guys are the best. Um, you got any last words? <laughs> Jesus. 
this. What's your uh, final meal? Please don't murder me. <laughs> Bye. Bye.